I'm going to shake this goddamn thing as long as possible to get every drop out. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry. And I am one of your hosts, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Hold it. Oh, yeah. A.k.a. Catch that crack. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to join you. Squirt me in the face. What are you drinking? I am, oops, I'm not talking to the mic. I am drinking the Coors Seltzer Black Cherry Hard Seltzer Restoring Our Rivers. Apparently for every case they sell, they uh, donate to some shit to protect America's rivers. Oh, I thought it was um, going to be like some sort of... It's a Colorado company. Colorado thing. Yeah, okay. <laughs> It's protecting neon Colorado. neon wares <laughs> from the ridicule. <laughs> okay, this week we will talk about the Monday show. Mark Norman is back, and the Thursday show. Tony's big news. Renee's new show. Will watching exposed. Top of the muffin to you. But first, little Rafi, do you have any shout outs? First of all, what are you drinking, Lisa? No, oh, I was just about to say as I grab my drink, I'm like, I didn't mention what I was drinking. I am drinking Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer that I just found this week. And the third flavor that I have not tried yet, which is a flavor you uh, poo-pooed, and that's the cucumber lime. I like a cucumber flavoring in a drink. It's fresh, refreshing, <laughs> lovely. I don't know if there's a lot of lime in it, though. No, it's mostly cucumber. You would not like that one. It tastes like cucumber water. I have to say, these Michelob Ultras are game changers. I don't know where I heard it, but someone called uh, the cucumber a turgid meat tube. Or meat. I meant water tube. Turgid water tube. And uh, yeah, it's what it is. It's gross. Fuck them. <laughs> I do have shout outs. My shout out is going to be to Trice, a.k.a. the Sandman. He sent me a uh, Loteria face mask. Thank you for that. And I think he's giving me more credit than I deserve mm. for sending him the Loteria uh, cards. You're probably right. Loteria being the Mexican bingo. But thank you anyway for the mask. And also shout out to Von Carmen's Olive. He uh, listens to the show and tweets us. And uh, that's nice. And that's all. I do like that he tweets us. It makes Twitter more fun like it used to be when, before we had so many millions of platforms to talk to each other on. It's fun. I like it. And I enjoy, I enjoy that he enjoys the show. It's very nice. All right. My shout outs are to big shout outs to Teal at TL Holler, a.k.a. Tamara Holler. 
She retweeted the. She was the first person to like the show and retweeted it. Also to Paul, our good pal Paul at Paul E. 1138 he retweeted it and scott marquez scotty scott at watchtower 96 he retweeted us and i thought that was very very uh generous of the three of them i was thinking the other day that if we posted a show and i didn't see tamra tamra's name i would be very disappointed <laughs> like oh first of all did i do something wrong second of all is she okay <laughs> Usually I'll go for I I probably did something wrong. Also, shout out to Demian, to Luke Chastain. He always has good notes on Allison's show. Very insightful. And then he really gets conversations going on Facebook, which is fun. Shout out to Leanne, Lee Animal. Love you. Shout out to Lee Bruns. He confirmed that Megapoot is, in fact, the first BFF that he has met in person. So that's very cool. Shout out to Ulysses, Tim Ortez, Leela. Her birthday is in a couple of days. Shout out to Z-, Z Mary Jane Lamb. Shout out to Bex Perlina, Lauren Kelly, Nina Hartley, Ray Morgan. Shout out to Whitney. Shout out to Von Carmen's Olive, Bruce by Dawn, Trice for checking in on me. He's such a thoughtful, thoughtful guy. And shout out to Toby. He checks in on me a lot. And I think that's very sweet. It's always nice to have someone to chat with. I think that's it do you have any call outs i don't think i well i do have some calls but they're very generic do you have any call out to skype because it was fine until we started recording and now it's <laughs> cutting out a lot well i mean we could do facetime at least we're recording ourselves do you want to try doing facetime if you want right. it's up to you we'll do that you know you're the i'm who now <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> okay make let's... sure wi-fi is all right bye <laughs> Oh, wow. That's funny. Funny stuff. <laughs> All right. Talk to me, Goose. Did you say Goose? Yeah. As in the Tom Cruise movie reference? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I don't I don't remember that movie that well. I don't so, either. Uh, but... I, I don't remember what happens when he dies, but I would have made reference to that. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, I don't... I, <laughs> I haven't seen that movie since probably seen it in the movies, but... I don't know why, like the vernacular of seeing movies when you're a kid, it just like certain things stick with you. And I'm like, oh, that is, why would I be talking about Top Gun? (laughs) When he dies, I think he's probably like, goose, 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 or something. I don't remember. sounds pretty accurate. (laughs) Okay. Do we have a BFF hotline call or text? I sure, I I mean, we sure do, Lisa. Mm -hmm. Do you want to tell the people the phone number? I sure do. It is. I've made fun of it enough times with Demian, but it's (laughs) 1-800-BFF. Cars for kids? (laughs) 1-877. Oh, is it 800? (laughs) Did I get that part right? No. 1-818. No. Uh, Yeah. 1-818-BFF-0732. That's correct, minus the very first one, because we're in California, Lisa. We don't need to dial the one. Yeah, but... I mean, does anyone need to dial a one before a number To be honest, I don't think that you do, but being in California would make no no difference. People out of California are also welcome to call us. Yeah, I I think I heard that, you know, those 1-800 numbers, you don't even have to dial the one. You just type 800, yada, yada, and and you make your call. So I've... Anyway. What about when you're typing into a website? Do you still have to do www dot? <laughs> it depends on your browser, but I don't. You can. I could just type in 
apple.com and it goes to http colon slash slash www yada yada yada.com oh my god you yada me twice <laughs> yes if uh if people wanted to call or text the number of course is 818 bff 0732 much like this person did here hey bffers demi in here just uh checking in as per usual just wanted to say hello to everyone hope you're doing well it's a new day in america right no more of the number 45 curse. And it was great to see, hear and listen to the heroic trio. Megan making a two weeks in a row appearance was a great treat. Um, and really enjoyed the episode. I hope everyone is doing well. And uh, Whitney's got really thinking about who my soulful friend is. I don't think I talk to my friends as much as I used to. Um, so I have to ponder that question for a while. But um, it was great hearing you guys. And hope you're all doing well. And I will check in next week. Take care. Bye. Damien, I love it when you call. And you're right. We The Cheeto is no longer in charge. And we have a new fool in town. But that's okay. It's easier to exterminate one rat instead of a whole family of them. Just kidding. I'm glad he enjoyed the show. That's really fun that uh, Megan made it twice. And I'm glad that he called. And what else? Oh, and I still need to post that qu- that question of Whitney's on Facebook, which I have yet to do. So I need to do that. Actually, when this comes out, it'll be out. So, oh my God, my levels are very high. Sorry, Demian, that was for you. <laughs> Any more calls? Or did you want to comment to Demian? Demian, thank you for calling. I don't know what he's talking about. It being a new day. And, you know, I was thinking about Demian recently. Zip. <laughs> because... He <laughs> mentioned on on the voicemail a couple of weeks ago, he mentioned that we are Waldorf and Statler. And last week you brought it up um, that we are the old guys on the Muppets. But I was thinking, you know, I I can't change the way I am, Lisa. You know, I, I don't I don't um, try to be a negative person i honestly do try to be somewhat positive if you can believe that but damien wants me to go against my nature lisa the my intrinsic darkness he wants me to like push it down he wants me to be someone who i am not and to that i say uh no thanks pal not gonna happen (laughs) i think that you are positively negative (laughs) <laughs> that's uh yeah that's a uh, one way to put it i think maybe i know that we both are curmudgeon like in our own ways i feel like i i don't know i could i know that i complain a lot about stuff and judge a lot of things but then i think i still have a positive attitude on stuff so i don't know what that would be called is that positively negative maybe maybe you're negatively positive i just want to know damien would you ask the sun not to shine because that's what you're doing to me. <laughs> no, he's asking the sun to shine because you have a lot of sunshine, little Rafi, and you're holding out on us. And Demian is just pointing it out. I disagree. <laughs> All your darkness is fake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like I'm like Jerry Seinfeld in the birthday episode. I'm just yes. It's it's an yeah, act. It is. I don't think no so. Such thing. I think that okay. Do we have any other calls? No, so that's it. I was it. thinking today. I know that she thinks that we're going to forget. Oh, my God. I forgot to shout out Dr. Jen. Are you fucking kidding me? 
Here's the problem. Here's the problem. When I get my, I have all week to like think of shout outs and I'm like, oh, of course I'm going to shout out to Dr. Jen and Lauren. But when it comes down to the wire and I'm trying to get shout outs, I literally go right before we record who liked the show on Facebook and Twitter. And that's, I write them down, write them down. And I forgot she's not really on um, social media right now. So I'm blaming that. (laughs) Her social media diet is the reason why, how could I forget? But this is what I was thinking about. I know she wants it to just go away, but I really want her new segment to be a thing. If it's going to be that she texts a question in or a, some sort of comment or some whatever it is, we need what would Dr. J, Day, what would Dr. J say? Or what was it? I already forgot. Anyway, it's necessary. It's it's what do you say, Dr. J? What do you J? say, Dr. J? I want to know weekly. What do you say, Dr. J? Uh, and we're not talking to Dr. Jill Biden, that pretend doctor. <laughs> we're talking to the actual doctor here, Dr. J. Exactly. All right. Sorry. I'm like trying to brush my hair at the same time. Like I told you, I have a little shindig after this. So I'm going to braid my hair. I'm also filming a My Fans thing right now. Side, side note. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, I think you mean OnlyFans. <laughs> no, it's My Fans. <laughs> Oh, God. What a nerd. That explains why you have no subscribers. You're on the wrong side. Yeah, that's the reason. (laughs) Okay. Shall we talk about Monday? Yes. All right. Mark Normand is back. Uh, I don't really remember him being on the first time, but I don't think I ever really remember people's previous uh, shows. I thought that the most exciting thing about him and redeeming quality is that he's friends with Seinfeld. Well, let me tell you, I, last time he was on, I looked up some of his standup. He's on all the late night shows and I watched his uh, comedy and he's funny. He's, um, he's Seinfeld esque, I guess, in that all his jokes are like very like, I'm a comedian. These are the jokes comedians tell. And, uh, I watched his free YouTube special, that he was talking about and on to promote and it was very funny he has he's got good jokes but like the whole time i was thinking like every one of these jokes is like so jokey and it reminded me of seinfeld <laughs> when, when elaine, elaine says is, that. <laughs> uh, yeah she, she's coming up with a caption for the new yorker and she's like everything has to be so jokey with you and, and he like, says i'm a comedian, I'm a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> um so i was thinking about that so no no disrespect to him. He's not like my fucking he's not going to be my favorite comedian, but he's he's funny and I enjoy him. I think some people probably didn't though. The way you just said that he's so jokey, that's exactly how I felt listening to him. I thought uh, he felt a little uh, like uh not genuine. Does that make sense? He seems kind of like on a little bit, but a little too much really like Okay, this is a little... I wouldn't even say hacky, but I do think that jokey thing is just sort of like, okay. Like, some of his little comments is just... I mean, we're getting into... What's the old comedian that was on Full House? I can't remember his name. Bob Saget. We're getting into, like, Bob Saget territory, where it's like, your little comments aren't very funny. I mean, he's not that bad, but he's going... That trajectory's there. Actually, at the beginning, when he first said this damn pandemic queefed on our salad, I was like, okay, I'm going to enjoy this show. (laughs) Yeah, that was was funny. 
That was funny. But then he said queef, I think, three times. Like three more yes, times. Yes, and yeah. I'm like, okay, this is a word that you use all the time to get, like, sh- it's shock value now. And it loses its cachet. I know you're all about cachet. Uh, <laughs> it's got cachet, baby. <laughs> so at first, I was like, okay, this is the I, Seinfeld friend? Okay. This damn pandemic queefed on our salad? Okay, I'm in. And then it was sort of, I don't know. I, I He's fine. I think... I'm not, I don't know, maybe I'll check out his stand-up, but if it's jokey like he is, I don't know if I would love it. I would recommend that you watch it. A lot of people in the comments were saying, like, this guy is more Seinfeld than Seinfeld, which I thought was a strange comment. That is a strange comment. Do you think he's ripping him off? In, like, style-wise? I don't think so. He's, like, he's very much the same... A guy that you heard on the podcast. Oh. Like, I didn't really get the comparison. And I was thinking, is this like, you know, I, I don't know if Mark is Jewish or anything, but I was like, is this like a veiled insult of some sort that I'm not aware of? Like, is this like one of those dog whistles, you know? They're like, oh, yeah, him and Seinfeld are like practically the same person. Like, is this a, a bad thing? I don't know. Right. Speaking of, of Seinfeld and his relationship with him, I think it was interesting that he said, like, oh, this is the next guy. Like, he reminds me of a young me. And also that he suge- or he said, hey, I got something for that bit of yours. And then right. he was saying like it like lying. a joke. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, but then Seinfeld was like, so what he got on that bit? Which I found interesting for a couple of reasons. One, you would think, like, oh, Seinfeld's a professional comedian. He must write his own jokes, like, 100%. But also, at the same time, I was like, that is like very, like something I'm not surprised by because I I feel like Seinfeld is like such a comedy nerd Mm. that he's always like, how could I make this better? And if you had a suggestion, he would be open to hearing it, like no matter who you are. Well, like maybe not, you know, whoever, like some guy on the streets going like, hey, I got got some jokes for you. But the fact that he respects him enough to ask him. If he has something on that is like, oh, my God, I'd be shitting my pants and trying to become the funniest person I could become. <laughs> and I, I also thought that when when Mark was talking about how, like, now he keeps he keeps like texting him, like, because he doesn't want to break the contact. I thought right. that would be like a modern Seinfeld thing where it's like, oh, my gosh, yes. someone gives you their number and then like you want to keep in contact because you don't want them to like forget you or like, you know. You know how it happens with your friends. You don't text them for a week, then it turns to a year. Next thing you know, they're dead. So (laughs) that's just my friends Um, or what I pray. Um, But that that's what that reminded me of. That actually is a very good point. And that would be pretty that that's a total Seinfeld. So maybe he is a little biter. Just kidding. So he was talking about that. He travels a lot and that he's not nervous about traveling. And because he already had covid. And while I do agree with one one thing, which I don't understand why he's traveling if he is saying this, but I feel like they're, the regulations are so backwards where they're like, going on a plane, no problema, but eating outside at a restaurant, no. Like, I don't understand the backwards. It, the communication is just is all off. So it just tells, I think it tells people, especially crazy people, that they're being lied to. <laughs> but I think it's just because people in charge are stupid. But that being said, what do you think about him traveling and how like laissez-faire he is about it? Well, I was watching the YouTube version of this uh, the other day. And in the comments, you know, people were saying like, 
you know, it's not cool of him to be traveling when he was COVID positive and, you know, still traveling. And then someone in the comments was saying like, oh, on his podcast, he was saying that he has it, but he didn't actually, he was afraid he had it. Like, I, I don't know what the truth is, but either way, it sounds like he's being very irresponsible she could have pushed him a little and said, like, did you get tested? When did you get tested? Like, he was like, oh, it was May. Or, no, he was like, oh, it was June. And then he was like, oh, no, you know, it was May. It was early. We didn't know. And that was, like, a real cop-out. It really, that was, like, uh, a cop-out and a red flag of, like, you are totally fucking lying. And you got caught in a lie. And she could, she pressed it a little, but then she kind of backed off where it's like, weren't everybody wearing masks by... I don't remember a day when we didn't wear masks anymore. <laughs> it's we've been doing it for Well, a long I time. know that well, if you recall on my birthday when we met mm. in Orange, I was wearing a mask and gloves. That's when uh it was still like, oh yes. fuck, we're And okay, you know, I don't know what's so going on. So met, I'm I'm going to wear gloves everywhere I go. We met up So your birthday's the 30th of April. So when did we meet up that weekend or like in May? Um, no, April. I, do, I thought I'm, it was You know, what? now I'm remembering. All of April, we were all freaked out. That's when the freak out started. <laughs> That's when masks started be, being worn and I was wiping down every single thing that came into the house and leaving mail like in a, I literally would like grab the mail, put it in like just let it stack up and like let it sit there for a few days before I opened it and like wash my hands, use gloves. I use gloves for everything. April was when the shit hit the fan and he is caught in a fucking lie because he went out with COVID in may yes essentially that's what i i gather uh i'm looking at the photos it was actually on my birthday no so way. april 30 oh, was so the cool. day in the orange we're such circle. good friends <laughs> to you <laughs> <laughs> okay sorry von carmen's olive if you had to take your earbuds out a lot of times i try and laugh away from the mic but i feel like it doesn't even help because people still say i'm blowing out the eardrums <laughs> It's my thing. Uh, I, I I don't think you know where, where the microphone is. <laughs> well, he took it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, you know, I edit the show and you, I, I can't see what you're doing, you know, right now, but I'm like, did she move the mic or are you like moving your head back, but you're bringing the mic with you? you know? oh, I don't know. No, I have it on a stand now. Because I, I used to have it on a stand before, and then I stopped, but now I have it on a stand. But if if I know I'm going to laugh, I will look away. But, you know, sometimes I'm caught off guard. So, yeah. Okay. So, anywho, I will be editing this week. Take the heat off of you. I can't wait to hear these songs that you pick. Oh, okay. Let's move on to this then, because this is where I got the first band from. So, they were talking about... So they were talking about throwing up, being drunk, and also being drugged, which I believe that I, I was drugged at least once before. Have Where's the worst place that you've thrown up? And do you think you've ever been drugged? Worst place yeah. I've thrown up? If you ask my friend, it would be in the back of his car <laughs> because I was, I was blackout drunk. <laughs> no surprise there. And I said, pull over, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> he starts slowing down. I open the door and then throw up on the door sill, like half in the car and half out of the car. And then he's like, then what was the point of like opening the door if you're going to throw up in the car? You know, I was drunk. 
I don't know what I was doing. I, I made the effort. I notified him, and then I opened the door and only half got in the car. So, pfft, I'm a good friend. I don't know what he's complaining about. Yeah, sounds like he's got the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, a situation like that when Mike and I were first dating. I don't know if I had to... I don't remember, but I know we were just driving, and I was like, oh, I'm going to throw... I don't even think I had the wherewithal to know it was, gonna, it was coming, but I just like tried to throw up out the window, and the next day, it's like, oh... How much of it got out of the car? <laughs> like it was in like the door lock, in the windowsill, on the si- and like inside of the door, and then it was also because we were driving. It was all like sprayed on the side of the truck. And he still married me. You know when uh, you know? Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> so you 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 just see past those things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with someone like me, it's just like, how could you not? <laughs> I mean, after that many beers, I'm sure he was a little groggy himself. Okay, see, well, that was one of those times. I literally took my face away from the microphone. I put my face on the desk over to my left, down. So, you know, I obviously shared with with everybody my Christmas throwing up in the bathtub story. And I've definitely done that before. I'm trying to think of like, I think I've also shared like probably the worst place and I think it's probably more the recipient of what happened because but it was also embarrassing for me. But my friend and I were we were drinking and then I think he had to go to I don't know where he had to go. He left and I was in his room passed out because I was like, I can't I can't like function anymore. I just got to like pass out. And I woke up and I was like, oh, it's so nice. He left me a, a bucket to puke in. So I started throwing up and then like as I'm waking up, I see that it's his folded clean laundry. (laughs) 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 And I was just like, oh, fuck. And this is in his parents' house, too. So I didn't know who was home or what was going on. So I just like grabbed the clothes and tried to find their laundry and like started a a load of laundry. And then later, I don't even remember, like he must have come home and taken me home or something. But he's like every summer after that, he would smell (laughs) throw up in his in his carpet because it was like in the thing the laundry basket and the carpet and they had shag carpet <laughs> oh, does he keep his folded laundry in a bucket or were you just so out of it that it looked like a bucket i was just so out of it i just was like oh i need something to throw up and i'm like oh good there's something next to the bed obviously he put it there for me to see so thoughtful <laughs> no oh Maybe you just need new glasses. If if you see a, a woman kissing Jeffrey in the park, make sure it's not a horse, Lisa. Why is the bucket on your head? <laughs> oh, cousin Jeffrey. He works in the parks department. <laughs> okay. So they talked about being drugged. And I think I was drugged in Vegas because I went from like, yeah, I was doing drinking a bunch of Irish car bombs. It was St. Patrick's Day. But... Still, all of a sudden, it was just like, I didn't know where I was. I got lost in Vegas, and I I was in a bathroom, and I was calling... I think I told you this. I was calling my friend Amanda, and I was just like, I don't know where I am. I don't know like where my room is, where my hotel is. I don't know anything. Like I was just... Didn't know. And she was like, I am in California. <laughs> How am I going to help you? <laughs> I was like, all right. Somehow, I ended up finding my hotel... I think it was right next door and finding my room and I went in and the people we were sharing the room with were like, oh, we're going to dinner. And I like got up and started taking my clothes off and went out onto the balcony. <laughs> They're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is 
this is, uh, and then all of a sudden, like, I snapped out of it. Like, I felt like hungover. And this is all by like 5 p.m. Like, okay. Like, now I'm coherent and functioning. I was like, totally. I, we were hanging out with like strangers, too, and drinking with them. So, you know, I never thought about this before, but. It's it's a tad disrespectful, Lisa, for you to be drinking Irish car bombs on St. Patrick's it really, Day. It, it really is. You're like, yes, let's let's celebrate these proud people by making a reference to a <laughs> terrible terrorist act. Well, that, that's like, hey, uh, hey, barkeep, give me a couple of nine elevens <laughs> on the rocks. What, what is wrong with you? Why would you do that? I'll, oh yeah, it's Fourth of July, by the way. Give me. <laughs> Give me some, uh, n- give me some twin towers over some here. Of those, uh, pressure cookers, if you don't mind. <laughs> well, <Yeah. laughs> here's the thing: the whole holiday has turned into making fun of, or what's the word when people are judged, <laughs> or not? The, I don't know what the word is. God, why can't I think? It's that Snickers. Um. Anyway, I think the whole like the way people celebrate it is like a total. I can't think of the word. I'm really like filibuster to try and get it out. <laughs> You're not helping me. <laughs> okay. Well, I need a little more context. Well, I don't know which direction the you're beginning going. of St. Patrick's Day wasn't like to celebrate that Irish people are drunks, but that's what it's become. So yeah, it was celebrating that they killed all the leprechauns, right? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> so we should really have a little leprechaun up on a cross or something. <laughs> He has risen. <laughs> if we have a, if we have any Irish listeners, I just want them to know that they should get a job. You lazy, <laughs> no. I, I mean, uh, <laughs> um, we appreciate your. Yes. So Allison to was trying show. to say GBH, and she said no. She was trying to say GHB, and she, she said G- GBH, and I was just like, "Ooh, we got our first band." Because she's like, "What's GBH? Why am I getting mixed up?" I'm like, "A uh, punk band." Hello, so. Uh, what is the what does that stand for? Good boys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. How would I know? I don't totally celebrate their catalog. <laughs> I I didn't know it was a band, but I saw in the comments someone said that's a punk band or something. Yeah, it's a punk band. I heard uh, them. Um, I may have seen them play. I don't really know. They're all the same. <laughs> GBH are an English punk rock band which was formed in 1978 by Colin Aberhall. Colin Blythe, Sean McCarthy, and drummer Andy Williams. I still don't know what GBH stands for, but uh, thanks, Wikipedia. Enjoy some Irish car bombs. <laughs> Have you ever had an Irish car bomb? Um, is that like a shot of something in a Guinness or something? Yeah. What is the shot of? Uh, Bailey's and Bushmills. And then you drop it in and drink it the whole thing before it coagulates. And if you let it coagulate, it's disgusting. <laughs> I'll still drink it, though. I I think I might have had one before, but I'm not certain. You know, I try to avoid uh, these disrespectful oh, beverages. Sure. GBH is grievous bodily harm. Abbreviated, it's a term oh. used in English criminal law to describe the severest forms of battery. That makes sense. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, okay. That's fine. That's enough. That's enough about something we're not talking about. Okay. Alrighty then. One thing that Mark said that I was just like totally agreed with is he said, aren't you surprised that we're alive sometimes? And I do think back at the stuff that I've done and Allison was talking about, you know, she's just surprised at like, you know, just having bad choices, 
being in bad places, just being open to having bad things happen to you. Like it is really kind of a surprise that we are alive with all of the things that could have did and whatnot happen. <laughs> but, but Mark says something about maybe bad decisions are some sort of like, not like a rite of passage, but it's just some, it's a way you learn or like you're, it's something we all have to go through to, but I think that just might be a drunk talking. <laughs> When was the last time that you were in a situation where you're like, man, that was stupid. Like, what am I doing? That's a very good question. It's been a long time since I've made, I'm so like hyper aware of like stuff, but I could still probably be focused on the wrong thing and then be like hurt in a different way. I can't, I can't really remember. It's been a long time. I think, well, first of all, I don't go out as much. So it's been a long time. Like I haven't hitched a ride in a long time what else <laughs> just like going i don't i never did the thing like going home with strangers thing that allison was talking about my sister was big on doing that or like i actually took her to vegas for her for, for her first time on her 21st birthday and she just disappeared and was like wandering the streets at night and like went home like to some party with some people and like just wandered around and made, luckily made it home this was before cell phones too so it was like well hopefully we see her tomorrow <laughs> hmm. But, you know, being in Vegas like I did, like, that was pretty stupid because I was hanging out with some guys and and I, well, we were all hanging out. And then Mike was like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> he kind of, like, left me there. So I was like, you know, I, probably not in a good situation. But when's the last time you did anything that was, could uh, have endangered yourself? Or have you ever? Uh, you know, it's different because I'm a yeah, guy. That's, yeah, and... that's a good point. And that's what, I, that is what I think. But, uh, you know. So I don't know. It's different for me, I guess. I think any time that I was blackout drunk is probably not a good idea because then you don't know what the hell's happening. But yeah, I'm not really concerned. I've, I've never like really been like, holy shit, I almost died. Right. And I do think that it is very much a male female thing because I'm sure like if you wanted to like go out at like 10 o'clock at night to like go get something at the store you wouldn't like think twice about it i mean i would because i'd be like so hopefully something ugh, happens to me you know there's <laughs> like well it's just like nowadays i i don't want to go anywhere <laughs> so um i wouldn't go out at 10 but like yeah i wouldn't be concerned about it right like you wouldn't have to think about like i wouldn't go out for a walk at night or like by myself so well so here uh, they have street sweeping every Wednesday or whatever. And where I park, I normally have to move my car. And since I wake up at 3.30 in the morning, I just go out and move my car at that time. Uh, and sometimes I'm like, there could be sketchy people out there. Yeah. Like, But I don't know. It's fine. I don't really care. <laughs> Also, I've, I for like the last couple of months, I've just forgotten to move my car because I always forget it's Wednesday and I haven't gotten a ticket. I think they're kind of relaxing because of Corona well, and I stuff. Well, I know so. in our county, they definitely stopped uh, doing ticketing during this time. So maybe they, it's a thing. Other places. Um, everyone out there, let us know. What have you done? What's the last thing that you did that was dangerous? And uh, there are some times that I think... There are like near misses with like car stuff where I'm like, oh shit, that was a close call. <laughs> I almost just ran over that person. <laughs> um, but that's a different story. Yeah. Also, 
differently, but this just happened on Friday. I was driving to work and some fucking asshole ran a red light. Oh my God. And my light was green. And had I just went as soon as it turned green, I still think I wouldn't have been hit, but it was close. I was like, fucking douche. I I hope you die. I hate those things when those happen. And I always take like a second when my light turns green because I'm like, I'm not racing anywhere. I've seen enough people run red lights that I don't want to be T-boned. Although I wouldn't mind having that nickname. All right. But there is no T-bone. <laughs> oh, wait. No, there's no G-bone. Never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> there's a G-spot. That's a myth. That's a myth. <laughs> anything else from Monday before? I, I think we could do... They did a lot of JMOs this time. So is there anything else from Monday before we do LK's Charles chat? Uh, the only thing I will say about Monday is that he mentioned something to her about like, yeah, you used to be a booze bag and either he remembered or maybe he went back and listened. Mm. And he also said, hey, we have a similar bit, but it turned out he was wrong about that. But yeah. I like the fact I like anyone who's like kind of remembers or like does their research about her. I like that. So I, I know he's probably a somewhat controversial guest in the fact that some people probably won't like him very much but i enjoyed him i did think it was funny i agree with you i like it when people i love it when people like enjoy her jingles or already know that there's jamos listen to her show or are our fans that always like delights me but i did think it was funny that he mistook her for a stand-up who had a ski mask bit and it's she probably wanted like with all of her heart just wanted to be like i just wanted it it to be Yes, like I want you to be right that I am that stand-up that you're mistaking me for. <laughs> but she... Oh, yeah, and I I went back and watched her New York's Funniest Reporter um, set, and I was like, I, that sounds kind of familiar about the ski mask. And I went back and watched, and no, she does not have a bit huh. about um, ski masks. So I don't know who he was thinking of. But that's kind of um, nice. But yeah, and also when, when she asked if he has jmos and he's like oh i got like seven and i was like oh, fucking good job dude like none of them were actual jmos right. but i was like thanks for like doing the work right i agree with you i don't think he went back and like listened or anything but i do think that like you said i think he pays attention to her he's you know knows who she is and and the fact that he had a bunch of jmos i was like this okay you're redeeming yourself a little bit one thing before we move on to lk's childish chat i did think it was funny that that Mark mentioned Allison having a Cali OC accent. I thought that was quite funny. And they talked a little bit about the different, the neighborhood apps. He was, he's in New York, right? Yes. Like he makes me never want to go to New York and maybe he's doing that on purpose. But uh, I think it dashed Allison's dreams, which I think her dreams would have already been dashed if she tried to move back to New York. Cause she's not going to reclaim what she had there before because her current situation is totally different than it was then. But just the social media-ness of the neighborhood apps literally gives me anxiety and I can't go on these things. Sometimes It's necessary sometimes because I like, like I said, with the Street Sweeper thing, I was notified on Nextdoor. That's how I know that whatever, which is like great. But there's so much stuff on there where it's just like, oh my gosh, everybody's calling everyone racist and then everybody is being racist. And then it's just like, oh my God, <laughs> it's just like the unraveling of humanity you can literally see it in one post like you i'll see one person post something like oh i can't even go back and watch these things unravel in the comments because it's just people are insane just insane so 
I think people have too like people think that their opinions matter way too much, and I don't know what I don't know what happened where we don't talk about politics, religion, and now we're just shoving our fucking opinion about everything in everybody's face and judging every goddamn thing. Like I know we're judgmental, but I'm not gonna. Uh, here's my opinion. Don't talk to me about anything other than Seinfeld. Ooh. I have to redact one uh, comment I made last week on a show on the show. Um, I do not want to eat anybody out, so just so you know. <laughs> you say I that, really but don't. when the henny's in the system, well, yeah, I I say that because I'm like I'm sure I wouldn't I I could I couldn't say a hundred percent that like not something would happen, but like I don't like getting that, so I would imagine like I wouldn't want to be doing that either. And I don't want a relationship with a girl. I just like to make out. So, but those days are long gone. That was a long time ago. Mm, is it? Yes, long gone. Yes. Well, maybe. About that? <laughs> maybe when the kids are older, and then I'm like getting back into partying. Maybe no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to get back into partying. <laughs> you know. You know. We're about to get into a party called LK's Childish Chat. Some of us listen for Allison. Some people listen for Allison and Greg. Some people don't listen at all. And I can understand that. So I will give you childish chat. Highlights and lowlights in case you care. Hope you enjoy my childish chat. Listen to the segment if you dare. Yeah. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Rafi. Hi, friends. This is LK with some childish chat. So they were talking about, uh, Greg's been listening to a podcast about ethics, and I think he said it's called The Ethicist, and they were talking about ethically what to do. Um, There's a lady um, and a guy who have a history together. They broke up, and now he's with a new lady, and I guess engaged, or I think engaged to the new lady, Um, but cheated on her with the old lady (laughs) and um and then she found out that she was the other woman and then she's wondering um if she should tell uh the other lady in his life you know that he's cheating on her and Allison thinks that ethically she should for the reason of you know letting the lady know what she's getting into um But it's also like a a sticky situation of, or are you wanting to tell her so that it kind of, um, to get back at the guy? And then Greg is saying, um, I think that the correct answer ethically is to not tell her because you would probably have an ulterior motive, I think. Um, And Allison was saying how she she has been the other woman before, like when she was younger. Um, And... Like the way she describes it is she would just take any scrap of attention that she could get. And that always makes me sad when she says stuff like that because like she's such a catch. But anyway, um, they talked about money a few times in this episode. Uh, The first time was because Allison mentioned that Daniel bought um, or has extra shelves. Uh, He put up the shelves in their office and and they're good with them. But then he has like $400 worth of shelving left over. She said there's like four shelves at about $100 each. And he said the return window um, for the shelves has expired. So he can't return them. And she's like bummed about being out this money. Um, And then she mentioned that she bought some new Zoom tops. And at first I was thinking like Zoom tops. Is that like some kind of like microphone cover or something like technical? And then I was like, oh no, Zoom tops. (laughs) Like because she bought 
different clothes that aren't just like all black, uh, different shirts. So she bought her new Zoom tops and then she said she had some, like she bought all sizes because she didn't know what size was going to be right. And then the window for her return expired, but she called the company and they were like, hey, because things are crazy this year, you can totally, like, I'll send you a return and you can, like, a return envelope and you can send them back. So she was hoping that Daniel could call about that. I am terrible with returning stuff. If I, I mean, I, I mean, I guess if something was, like, really expensive, I would, but for the most part, like, if I mess up, I just, you know, find someone who can use it or donate it or I don't know. Like, I can't think of... I, I just don't make expensive purchases that I don't end up wanting, I guess. <laughs> um, but I cannot stand going back to a store to exchange. I can't go, I stand going to a store in the first place. So um, they talked about sibling rivalry. And Allison is worried because Elliot's pretty harsh with Owen. Um, and a lot of that is normal. But also, I think sometimes she's afraid to correct Elliot. Um, and she said that Owen gets yelled at a lot by Elliot um, and says Elliot kind of mistreats him. She said Elliot was making fart sounds the other day and then Owen did one and then Elliot yelled at him um, and Elliot said he is not, he cannot say what I say ever again. Um, and then I guess Allison intervened and was like, no, he can say whatever he wants also. Um, and then Allison brought up a story about I forget where she read it. Um, two siblings were fighting over an invisible bike. And then the mom says, you can just ride your own invisible bike to the one kid. And then the, the three-year-old says, but I only want hers. Because, yeah, like kids always fight over toys. And, you know, they're really, this is mine. <laughs> so I get that. Um, in the highs and lows section, Greg mentioned coming home from the road um he he's been doing some shows and then he says he comes home and he can't hug his family because of quarantine and I guess he he goes and stays in the guest house then but his dogs give him like all the love he said he gets like a 15 minute party from his dogs kind of when he gets home so that's really sweet um and Allison said that Elliot's potty training is going really well um and that on the day they were recording that he woke up that day with a dry diaper um <laughs> and she mentioned that when Elliot peas in the potty um like she didn't know what to tell like I, I guess he had like some pee on his penis and she was like let's do like a little dabby dab dab they call it and like so now he does like takes a little bit of toilet paper and does a little dabby oh dab dab and then I guess Daniel saw him doing it and said hey you don't have to do that not hey but he was like oh you don't have to do that and then uh he said that mommy said to do it or th you know that he was doing it because mommy suggested it and then Daniel said, mommy doesn't have a penis. And she said, we should let him notice that on his own. And I think she was probably joking. I don't know. But I guess maybe she just meant like she wasn't ready to have that discussion yet. But I feel like why not? Because, you know, they kids are kids are pretty cool with that. I think I think that's totally fine to say. Um, and I know we've talked about that before. And like kids, like little boys saying like that mom has a front. But I know my kids said that. And um Noah, when he was really little, he was like, mommy, one day you're going to get a pee pee and you're going to love it. <laughs> so like, I don't know, kids say cute things and they, they think, you know, different things, but you just got to be honest with them. Um, and uh, Greg mentioned that his son Owen seems to open up to his wife, Erin, more than to him. Um, but he said also that they're just more similar personalities and he's more similar with his daughter. Um, 
but yeah, that must hurt if you know that your kid is being sad and, um, you know, can't, doesn't open up to you about it, but it doesn't mean he feels he can't. It just means, you know, he felt more comfortable talking to mom about it. I know a lot of times my kids feel more comfortable talking to me about things. Um, but I, I think it's also like I'm more, I might just be more available to them. I don't know. Um, and they got a call about, um, from a lady named Nita, Nina Banks. And she said she and her brother who are in their thirties want to give a huge party to their mom for her 70th birthday, but like a really expensive party and they want to have it catered. And she said her husband is the breadwinner in the family. They've been married for 13 years. They don't have any kids. Um, and she said they have a lot of savings, I guess. And she said she thought for, you know, that they could do things like this. And then he was hesitating to do it, um, to spend so much money. I guess she's going to split it three ways with the, the dad, the brother and her, but a few thousand dollars. I don't know. That's so much for, for a a one, you know, a one day thing, a, a party. So, um, Unless maybe, you know, maybe they have so much money that that's not a lot for them. I can't imagine that. <laughs> so I don't know. So Allison and Greg were talking about it and, you know, it was the money thing again. And Allison, for for Allison, that's a lot of money to spend. Um, and she said that, you know, Daniel is uh, less worried about money than she is. Um, and I think that's normal in most relationships. There's one person who's kind of more saving more and one who's who's more inclined to spend Um but yeah, so I don't know what to say about that because it's, I feel like I need more information to <laughs> make a, make a call about that. But, um, oh, and Greg mentioned that he was canceling some dates coming up because of, um, COVID, <laughs> uh, still. And he, he's just realizing that in the clubs, people aren't really wearing their masks very much, I guess. And, uh, he just feels it's unsafe. So, but he was plugging his merch and, you know, saying there's, you know, whatever merch he has. And then Allison brought up you know, that she needs to get her merch in order. So I'm always glad when she mentions that. And I really wish that she would get her merch uh, situation better because I would have bought, I would have bought her merch for, you know, Christmas. Anyway, I've been talking so long. Sorry about that. Uh, Not sorry. I don't know. (laughs) All right. I like y'all so much. Bye. Never, never, never be sorry, Lauren. LK, you're the best. Really quick. Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. (laughs) Thanks for the tip. (laughs) I know you can't hear that, but it was funny. So, Lil Rafi, a.k.a. uh, Dibby Dab Dab. Oh, my God. (laughs) Are you okay? It sounds like uh, Charlie Chaplin is having a little uh, fun over there. (laughs) I uh, dropped my phone. Don't worry about it. Oh, it it sounded like a beverage. So this whole thing with the penis vagina situation, I feel like that was the perfect opportunity to bring it up to the kids because it, there you go. He's drinking to that. It's a perfect opportunity for them to discuss it. Cause at a certain point, like you kind of, you want to discuss these things, but you kind of want like an opening, no pun intended. And they had one. So might as well just talk about it. I love that her son said that to her. It's hilarious. That's just like, his brain is that is such a smart thing to like think and to say like don't worry mom like you'll you'll get them too and i think i've shared that like you know all kids like siblings typically always bathe together so at a certain point i remember my son asking me why my daughter had two butts and i first of all like that just 
that was my end to explain, but instead we just laughed and she became, instead of being Ruby, she was to be Ruby. She was Ruby two butts and then she became to be Rubuts and then she just became to be and she probably has no idea why. But, you know, kids are very aware of their surroundings. The comedy clubs thing, I am actually just shocked really to hear that people are even doing these things live. I didn't know that. I really didn't know that was a thing. I, I thought I saw that Greg posted something, but I thought it was something like an old show. So I didn't realize that people were doing stand-up and the fact that people aren't wearing masks in a stand-up club. Are you fucking kidding me? Those are like the smallest little holes in I don't know. People are fucking stupid. And the merch? Yes. Allison, get on the merch. I want more shirts. I need smaller shirts now. Okay? <laughs> Gotta show off the tees. Uh, oh. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on in this episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you the... get to see it? Because this was video. Like, they do video every week now, right? Or every other week when they do it? Yeah. Okay. I did watch it on YouTube. So, the stand-up comedy. I listen to Bill Burr's podcast, and he has talked about doing some shows in Texas, but they were outdoors. And he said that they were, like, right by the freeway or something. So, it sounds like that's not where Greg is doing them. He's being less safe. Oh. Also, when he gets home on the show he was saying like he's like ah you know i'm out here in the back house quarantining for a little bit and i forgot how many days he said but like i remember how when this stuff began it was like you know you get a quarantine for like two weeks right, minimum right. or something and then it went down to like 10 days and then it's like five days and now it's like five hours it seems like you know we're just like i'll be over here for a little bit yeah, I'm, i guess i'm safe i'm gonna go step out into the restroom and i'll be right back yeah, pretty much. So I don't know uh, how safe he's being or if he's being tested. I mean, who cares? It's Greg. Um, <laughs> because he will infect other people. Uh, Unfortunately, he will not get sick. <laughs> yeah. As far as the dabby thing, um, this is probably TMI. But when I'm at home, Probably. I listen, if you're a guy, it doesn't matter how much you shake it. First of all, I hate when people quote that one movie or whatever it was where it's like more than two shakes you're just playing with it i'm gonna shake this goddamn thing as long as possible to get every drop out and even then there's always going to be some residual for the boxers so i will if i'm at home use a square of tp to try and uh <laughs> avoid that and even then i still feel like there's still some left in there it's it's impossible, Lisa. You just can't do it. So, uh, you know, judge me if you want, but uh, I try to be as clean as possible down there because you never know who's going to visit. Um, and there was more to... <laughs> Sorry. First of all, who are you hanging out with? That they quote whatever sh movie that you just said. Um, what Literally... caliber of people are we hanging out with here? Literally, anytime I'm in a men's room and there's another dude, and if oh. there are two dudes talking in there, mm -hmm. I feel like they always say that. It's been a and, long time uh, since okay. I've been about, hanging uh... out at the urinal. urinal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, don't don't watch me. Don't watch what I'm doing over here. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm watching what I'm you're doing. Be... Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, unexpected Seinfeld. Uh, I love it. <laughs> Uh, this guy's really showing me something. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And I feel like there was more there, and I've just forgotten it. They should have maybe had the talk about genitals at that time. I mean, if you're going to have the talk, that was a good time to do it. But then it's like if you're not ever going to, then I guess leave it up to their fifth grade teachers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was more, and uh, yeah, I forgot. So whatever. Uh, The merch? No, I don't care about that. Penis vagina? Nope. Don't care about that. I think it's horrible that people would shame somebody for actually wiping their dick of pee because like who wants a, di- a dribble drabble on their boxers or like i've seen on someone's fly where it's like a little moist i'm like excuse you like you maybe zipped up a little too quick and did not i know guys do not wipe in general so i think you're just a different breed of animal which is not a bad thing but it's like just I even wipe and there's still some where I'm like, really? <laughs> Maybe I wipe too quick. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't done. I don't know. But that was a really in-depth tour of your restroom visit. <laughs> so thank you. Like, I felt like I was there with you. So. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So we still have to talk about Thursday. <laughs> yep. All right. Are you ready to talk about Thursday? And Lauren, love you. I'm as ready as I'm going to be. Here's a mid-show call out to Lil Rafi, who said he was going to put three songs into an episode a few weeks back for Tim Artez. So this little intermission is for you, Tim Artez. Okay, we were her little biscuits and gravy sent in by none other than Becky Milliner on Patreon. She has been sending in this biscuits and gravy for, uh, man, it's been, when did she get the butterscotch haystacks? It's been, wow, that was two years ago that we did those at the group recording. So she's been sending in this biscuits and gravy religiously since then. And I commend her for it and I congratulate her for it. That's awesome. Tony, Allison said that Tony had some big news and he came right out of the gate with like, I'm going to dominate this uh, conversation with this story. And I kind of like how he took charge of like, hey, I'm going to dominate this because he's not, he's pretty a passive guy where he's like, oh, pardon me at 13 minutes. You might want to introduce me. (laughs) You know what I think happened is uh, he took up karate and like Kramer in the dojo, he... uh, (laughs) He's really laying the smack down on this podcast. Yeah, but much like Elaine, you're going to feel like you're... Uh... <laughs> Shit, I forgot the exact word that she said. <laughs> uh, stupid hipster Confidence? doofus? Shot? Shot. Oh. Shot. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> doofus? No. Me? No. Yes. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> okay. I said it's a peach. <laughs> with the fucking cigar and then smash cut to her like oh cool you're fighting kids <laughs> okay oh this isn't the seinfeld podcast okay it is funny that he was kind of also apologizing because like this story was like something that's but but don't apologize for it like she wants this is big news this is something and feel free to take your space tony because you rarely do 
when he started telling the story, I was like, oh, fuck. Tony's dog attacked two other dogs and then he had to decide to, to give her, her up. I was just like, oh, my God, that's that's a major thing to have to do. And to be able to talk about it is like another layer of major because it's just people are so judgmental and so not thinking. They're just thinking about, I, I don't know, the person that from the rescue that gave him the dog or whatever sold him the dog basically shaming him like i want to go fuck her up it's some nonsense she would rather two other dogs die he put in how long has he had this dog a very long time it's not like he gave up on it after a week he like almost had two other dogs die (laughs) because he fucking loved her and i feel so bad for him that he had to make this decision and like it had to be killing him so I commend him and you have to do what you have to do in these kinds of situations and not worry about people judging you because it was the right thing. 10 years yeah, ago, they it's... would have killed that dog, by the way. So let's be real. It is a very unfortunate position that he was put in. I'm shocked that, like, I, I mean, I cannot imagine if I had a dog and I was like, with a friend hey let's go on a dog walk and my fucking dog attacked theirs i would feel like a horrible person yeah horrified yes oh my god yeah yes that's another layer oh god and then to have to go back to the shelter and you know tell them what happened you can't keep the dog for whatever reason and then ken said like at least you did that like back where he's from you know like you would just drive the dog somewhere and ride yeah I literally know someone, well, used to know, because uh, this is not the kind of person I want to be associated with. This guy's a real piece of shit. He had a fucking dog, and I don't know why. I don't recall there being any reason. He was like, I got to get rid of this dog, and he drove it somewhere and left it there. And I was just like, my God, I was just like, what the fuck? That's Who like, does that? That's some inhumane bullshit right there. And I know I just said like 10 years ago people would have killed his dog. I don't know if that's right. But for the lady to be like, man, you put in your time and some dogs almost died. Like, let me take her. Let me take her and see what I can do because I maybe can handle it better or differently or whatever it is. It's like for her to shame him. Super shitty. The people that drive their dogs out to the middle of nowhere. There's a city not that far from here where people do that all the time and i'm sure it's just because well i don't want to say derogatory terms but there's a lot of white trash out there i'm gonna go ahead and say it and in barstow there's signs everywhere do not abandon your dog like literal signs all over the city like original del taco and don't leave your dogs here in barstow so it's that's kind of crazy there's um my friend in north carolina she rescues dogs and she has to deal with this kind of stuff all of the time is just finding dogs on the street that are just abandoned and it's just like that as much as i don't really want to have georgie anymore like i would never do that and sorry georgie he's literally sitting next to me like what (laughs) that's horrible i would never i can't even imagine now if it was barking all night and i couldn't sleep there's a different story (laughs) well i mean you have no choice but to drive halfway to monticello (laughs) 
I mean, it's a touchy subject. People are very, like, very sensitive to all of this stuff. But realistically, you have to think. And I think Tony did. He went above and beyond what most people even should do. So I, I don't know. I, I feel bad for him, but he did the right thing. And and he got a new little baby. And <laughs> I so when they were talking about the fact that it came with the name Bentley, I was like, well, that sounds like a stout little dog. But that's so not Tony. Like, you might as well call it Burberry or Hennessy or something. Like, it's like, mm, you're not one of these guys. <laughs> so I think it's cool that he wants to name it something else. And the first thing I thought of was Bruce Brubaker from this horrible movie that Mr. T was in. And so I sent that to him on Twitter. Not like he's going to be like, oh, yeah, it's a great name. But I was like, this would be a fun game to, like, give him name suggestions. And I wrote down... <laughs> I wrote down, first of all, because of our text exchange uh, with Lauren and Dr. Jen, I wrote down carpet as the first name <laughs> because literally somebody named a dog in in a rescue carpet. And I thought that is... That was a cat. Oh, it was a cat. <laughs> yeah, same thing. <laughs> yeah, it was laying on a piece of carpet. They're like, how about carpet? <laughs> and so, I, of course, then I wrote down bruise and mug and seven when I saw, finally saw, he posted a video of Bentley snoring on Instagram. I was like, oh my God, like now that I see it, it really could be named Butch was my suggestion. And my other one really was Mug because it had a cute little mug. And I think that'd be very cute. <laughs> I didn't mention that it was a Seinfeld reference though. Poor Tony was probably like, first they spend a year coming up with insulting nicknames to me. <laughs> now they're trying to name my dog for me. Uh, well, first of all, me. don't say, okay, well, how do you feel? I agree with, I half agreed with Ken where I'm like, you can't change the dog's name because that's its only safe space. But that is acting as if a dog is a human. That's different. Dogs are, they're, they're not going to remember. And if you do a name that's similar to Bentley, okay, you could do that. Or he just calls it the fact that it's being loved and fucking snoring on his couch is all he fucking cares about. And I think, like, name it something that you can identify better with. The other thing is, when you're naming an animal, we all spend so much time naming our pets and then end up calling them a million other nicknames and never their real name. So I do whatever you want. But Mug Costanza, it's up for grabs. And seven. <laughs> <laughs> but did you Making see the video of the number. dog? <laughs> Yes, of course I saw the video. Woof. I'm glad that he has a bulldog type of dog again. Um, I think he misses Ernie a lot. Ernie was such a great name for that dog as well. Okay, uh, so dog then still I has about, that name. What about the dog Ernest? Because it's like the, a... Th what? A th <laughs> okay, never No, mind. that's a horrible name. Yes! <laughs> I think someone mentioned Bernie... And that kind of works, but it's mm. too close to Ernie. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know. Ernest I, goes to Tony's house. Like, that's a spinoff. <laughs> I watched that movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm horrible with names and stuff. Like, I have a Chromecast, and you can name it. And I was just like, what the fuck do I call it? Aww. So it's just called, like, Living Room or something. <laughs> Living Room TV oh or whatever. God. But like stuff like that, I'm always the word. I'm like, I don't know what to call it. Like, okay, I'm when it comes horrible. to that kind of stuff, I'm bad at it because like when they're like, "Oh, do you want to give a nickname to this payment thing?" and I'm like, "No." 
Just pay. Oh, I, I, I don't want a nickname I, I do, fucking shit. I have a nickname for my one of my bank accounts. It's Stashbox, but I don't know why I called it that. Um, mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. I should probably change it. Um, but you did call your Roomba Rosie. So I did. And every of, uh, single great one. ideas. That. Okay. First of all, I, <laughs> I did that probably back in like, let's say 2008, 2009. I named our first Roomba Rosie. And then I've had two or three after that. And I just got a new one for Christmas. And it's one that I had, like, you can talk to it with an app, which is, like, totally different than the other ones, which is cool. And it's like, do you want to nickname this? I'm like, obviously, it's Rosie. (laughs) They're all Rosie. But when I went to go get my tattoo the other day, they had a Roomba, like, rolling around. And it was, like, all up in my biz. And our, our friend was like, oh, yeah, it goes out the, sometimes it, like, goes out the door. And we have to go run after it. I'm like, Rosie, where are you going? He's like. Did you hear anybody calling it that here, or, or or did you just say that? I'm like, I just said that, but because it's not very creative. He's like, if that's what we call it, <laughs> I told you. I know everyone calls it that. Um, speaking of vacuums, I, I don't want to move on from the dogs. If you have more to say, no. but I want to talk vacuums. Yeah, please talk because vacuums. I, I can't say anything right now. Go ahead. <laughs> I have never been a fan of the Roomba. I feel like there's no way this thing can do that good of a job. Okay. And also, I don't like live the kind of lifestyle where I need this thing vacuuming, you know, every single day. Oh, you don't have four cats but, and a dog and and basically three children? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But they started talking about the Dyson V8 animal. Mm-hmm. And... I have been thinking about getting a, like, I have hardwood floors and like, it's all, I have no carpet. So I'm like, do I even need a vacuum? But it would make things so much easier and quicker. And especially with uh, this model, you can, it's essentially like so small that you can, like she mentioned, you can make it to like a handheld vacuum type thing, or you can attach the stick to it and then, you know, do the floors. And so I've been thinking about it. It's been on my mind. And then when they started talking about their goddamn Dysons, I was like, well, fuck, now I have to buy one of these. And I looked it up. They're pricey, but not super crazy like I thought they were. Yeah, when she said um, pricey, and then I was like expecting four to 800. She said 200. I'm like, for a vacuum? That's not that bad. Yeah, well, I looked it up. And like MSRP, they are like 400. But with the tip that Ken gave us to go and get a refurbished one mm. there, there was one, they have the V seven, which is 230 bucks refurbished, or you can get the V 10 for 300 refurbished. They're out of the V eights right now. And, uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to end up buying one of these. If, if you people out there suggest, can I talk you out of it really quick? Maybe. A handheld, one of those vacuums, it's too much vacuum for what you need. I don't need one of those. I do have one of those upright vacuums that I'll use sometimes on the rugs, but like that's because the last robot vacuum I had was not good. It was a Eufy. I know Whitney says she has one. I maybe got one that was not so great. It did not work very well. I had to, I donated it and I got, I went back to Roomba because it's, to me, it was way better. That being said, I, but the I Roomba costs as much, if not okay. more, than the Dyson. The, it depends on the model. So, like, I could have spent like a lot of money on a Roomba, but I got one that was two hundred dollars, 
and I looked at the reviews and made sure it was something that was going to work for me. But it was so it's not like the most the high up ones. You could spend like a thousand dollars on a Roomba. Yeah, but, but can I put a Roomba in my car? I don't think so. Okay, so I I do can need... disconnect the the stick and then use the handheld yeah, you Dyson can disconnect to the clean stick my car. So <laughs> what you can do is is what I'm going to do because I also donated my handheld vacuum is just buy one of those little handheld vacuums and a dustbuster a dustbuster there's you, one you actually me? yes there's one on amazon right now that is not on amazon sorry there's one out there on the internet that's made <laughs> for cars so it has like a better tips and better like little attachments or i don't even really want to fuss the with dyson attachments. here's I, the no here's the thing it's See, too much well, vacuum I've, and where are you gonna I've put drank it the kool-aid where are you gonna put it where are you gonna put it in my closet no with the rest of your skeletons, no, because the a Roomba you could put it under your bed. You could schedule it to go off before. While I you're could put gone. the Dyson under the bed. It's too much vacuum for you. You don't have. No, if I had carpet, <laughs> I would probably need a vacuum like that. But a Roomba for me, it goes underneath everything. One of these times, I, what I should do is just bring it over to your house and let you see what it does, so that you could see if you like Listen. it or not. I lived with a guy who had one of these stupid Roombas, and I hated it. Second, you have to like, it's like, oh, hey, I'm going to put the vacuum on. So tie up the curtain so it doesn't get <laughs> stuck. Move the trash can. Put the chairs on the table. I'm not fucking doing that. Okay, I'd rather but do the how are you By the going... time I'm done setting everything up, I'm, I could have been done vacuuming. How would you get the vacu- the Dyson under the table? You'd have to move the chairs. So the Roomba, well, mine. Well, I don't have a table. Yeah, but mine goes <laughs> here's in the thing. and underneath the chairs and in between. I don't move the chairs. They go. It goes in there and does it all for me. So I was I was very confused looking at the Dyson website because it's like the Dyson Motorhead. Insert Motorhead. Uh, there's the Dyson Animal. There's the Dyson Absolute. Insert Animal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, or you could just put Panama and cut out cut out the P. <laughs> Uh, it sounds close enough. Oh my gosh, we we I, had a van and we called it the van. Of- <laughs> <laughs> sounds uh, sounds. We spray accurate. painted it on the side the Vanama. Okay. So the differences are just the attachments. So the Motorhead is like the basicest, most basic version. So the animal the has like attachments. If you have an animal, I'm getting the attachments, baby. Can I just tell and then you? The V10, a, no, no. it's got like a ten-year warranty. In you ten tr- years, I hopefully will not be in this little shit box. Okay. I might have carpet by then, Lisa. And amen, and your brother. <laughs> Dustbuster, your dirt devil. Excuse it's you. Not, that is, it does not no. compare. To the one hundred and ten thousand RPM motor you that the Dyson 10, has, RPM I have drank motor. the Kool Aid. You have drank. I'm going all in on those it. Australians and their vacuums. You drink it, you swallowed it, you regurgitate it, and swallowed it again because you don't need ten thousand BTUs to suck out the crumbs <laughs> between your fucking seats in your car, man. <laughs> Listen, I have no nope, aversion to cleaning. I, yes, I that's mean, why you why need a Roomba. I... <laughs> <laughs> why why would i you know buy Mm-mm. a little toyota prius when mm. i want to clean this house Excuse with a fucking you? lamborghini why would you buy a self-driving car or get one that you have or buy a stick ship like come on um because i prefer doing it myself honestly why okay no. when i lived in a place with a dishwasher did I wash my dishes by hand? You bet your ass. You know why? Because I know the job's going to get done right, Lisa. No, that is not I'm true, not trusting actually. Rosie the fucking 
vacuum <gasps> to do my job for me. Well, I don't rely on that. So I, she just picks up all the, the loose shit because with four cats and a dog and stupid people, it's a lot of mess here. And so when every single day I run Rosie and then I when I empty the bin, I'm like, God damn it. You are a miracle worker. Look at all the stuff that you did for me. And I could walk around my house without socks on if I really wanted to. And no crap. I have... I have blinds on the windows. I have this stupid heater that has tons of little grate holes. So? Can the Roomba clean that for me? Okay. I don't think so, so Lisa. I'm going to send God, you the video I'm that I watched back. on the I'm, Dyson website. Oh my God. You're going to send me an I advertisement? Excuse me. It's, I don't need to be talked into <laughs> by some company that's telling me that I should overpay for something that I don't need. So here's the thing. It's not even that much money. If you I got mean, a Roomba. Yes and no. Here's the thing. I think, okay. My thing is, is you got to buy the right thing for the job. That's my thing. It's exactly. not about what's better or worse. It's, I think a Roomba would be better for you because it's, you don't have carpet. So you buy a Roomba and then you buy a handheld vac that you could bring out to your little car <laughs> oh, and get oh, all your Del Taco crumbs. Now I got two things. Yes. I got to buy and two things when the Dyson please, does them both. Little Rafi, do not be be swayed by attachments. They are a fool's <laughs> errand. Do not. <laughs> <laughs> listen they're a waste Lisa, i need <laughs> they're a waste and okay, they get so lost you don't need them <laughs> i cannot have packages sent to my apartments because it has a locking outside door okay. so lisa i'm sending my dyson to your home and oh, when it gets there no. feel free Guess what? to try Facebook it out marketplace uh there'll be a new vacuum for sale soon <laughs> <laughs> But I do want to know where Allison got this thing for 200 bucks with a coupon because uh, she's it's lying. Much like she, Mark Norman. Maybe she got a knockoff. Mm. Oh, like he was saying, I forgot what he called it, but instead of a Dyson, he called it something. Or was that something else what they were talking about? I don't know. But I do have to say, not that I want to go back to the dogs, but they were talking about the bar in, in Los Angeles being called the French Bulldog Los Angeles and that they would invest in that. And one of the best things that Allison has ever said it's probably the single best thing that I've heard on her show is she said modern take on the Regal Beagle and I was like you are my people Allison Rosen <laughs> this is why we love you anyway that was a full-on vacuum rant you know you asked me a question last week and the answer to that question is in this episode Okay. I don't even know what I asked, well, but uh that that is a riddle I'm... you're gonna have to uh unravel. I do have to say that Ken's T V knowledge, while I know this is his thing, it is impressive and extensive. And for anybody to try and go up like, Oh, isn't this the character that did that? And he's like, Yeah, okay. Like he knows every fucking thing there is to know about T V. And I think that's really I was going to say cool. It is cool, but like it's more than that. And I think it's, uh, it's, it's, I, I, I was just wowed by it. I was like, oh my God, how do you have this much knowledge up in your head about like shows from 1983? <laughs> like if we talked about square pegs to him, he'd be like, oh, you know, like laid the whole thing out for us. Yeah, I thought it was funny. Well, first of all, they talked about the Punky Brewster reboot or whatever right. it is. And I'm like, and what are you talking I... about? <laughs> Yes, I delivered to Universal Studios and I saw the the signs up that was like, you know, 
fucking punky Brewster park here and like uh you know quiet on set or whatever the fuck so i was like holy shit they're doing that a punky Brewster reboot and i was glad to find out that it's not out yet oh, uh so he was actually wrong about okay. that but still because you I know can't i definitely want to watch this oh yeah i thought you were gonna drive by and yell must miss <laughs> <laughs> But but then Allison goes, uh, oh, is my friend, you know, whoever the fuck going to be in it? And he was and the funny thing is that she's like, oh, I went to school with this girl. I totally know her. And then he's like, uh, clearly you don't because she hates the business. She <laughs> wants nothing to do with it. I tr- I've talked to her. I email her uh, every other day trying to get her on my show. I thought it was like, of course he has. He he's I wish I was half as knowledgeable on a subject as he is on yes. literally everything to do with entertainment. Yes. Renee's new podcast, super excited about it. She's doing it solo, which is something that sounds super fun to do, like a short little solo, whatever. It does seem like it's going to be dated at a certain point, but I think it's going to be something fun and good for her. Would you listen to this or is this talking too much about the pandemic? Well, when I heard uh, that Renee was doing a solo show, I, I had a different idea Ew. completely <laughs> um only fans let's uh check it out i will definitely be downloading this but i'm so bummed that it's gonna be a spotify exclusive for a while because i mm, fucking yeah. hate spotify and if you care about your music creators you should hate it too i will listen if i I guess I, I, it depends when, because sometimes a show will come out on Spotify and then a week later on everything else. If it's that way, I will just wait. But if it's like, you know, exclusive until 2022, then fine, I'll listen. Mm. I'm very excited because I feel like I'm in the same exact place as her. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I need to fix my life, but I'm not gonna. I'm going to listen to her do it instead. <laughs> I like that. I, I think this sounds fun. She's I I don't listen to her other podcast because I don't even like dogs aren't my thing. Clearly. Even though cats are my thing, I don't know if I would listen to a podcast about cats. Like I that's I my life doesn't revolve around it, even though I have them all revolving around me all day long. But so I'm excited because I like hearing her voice and I want to listen to this show. It sounds good. Ken was talking about the fact that he did a clip show and the fact that he edits his shows and listens back to them three or four fucking times. And I was just like, holy shit, <laughs> that's a lot. I can relate to that because I I do this show and then most likely I have to edit. So I'm listening to it now. Technically, it's like the second time I'm listening. Then once I'm done editing and I upload the show... I then listen again. So now we're on time number three because I want to see, did I make a mistake? Did I forget to edit something out? Did I leave something in that I shouldn't have? And yeah, there was the episode that Ray was on recently. I left a big chunk of dead air in there and I was like, fuck. But it wasn't like, (laughs) it wasn't like you saying like, oh, hey, edit this out. But, uh, you know, this guy fucking sucks. Because that, then I'd be like, whoops. Don't. So remember how we all hate this one person? <laughs> yeah, I took that stuff out. <laughs> I'm always afraid that that is going to be in there because because I haven't been editing for like I don't know how long. I'm like I know you're good about it, but like what if there's that like one little slight chance that like I just put it out there how much I hate this one person? And like by the way, not just me because we all talk about it and we all start like it becomes a show about this person we hate and why we hate. Them. I think, and then it's like Ew. I think you should uh, edit this out. 
Uh, no, the last time it happened with me, it was I left in, I, I think it was the city that Dr. Jen lives in. And then I uploaded it mm. and I, I totally didn't hear it. <gasps> yes. And then she's like, yes. oh, cool. You just left my uh, city in there. Thanks, guys. And I was like, ah, fuck, I didn't hear it. I have to go back. I was like, don't worry, I'll take it down. And it was up for like 15 minutes. It was like a super short amount of time. And because she's our number one fan, she beat Scott to it. Uh, she told me right away. <gasps> and she's like, no, you don't have to. And I was like, nope, it's already done. Don't worry about it. It's yeah, like, it's not yep, that hard. Yep. I'll do it. I fucked up. And I think there's only been one time that I asked you to go back and edit something out weeks later where I'm like, oh, this person might hear something they might not like. <laughs> but in general... I, when I edit, I definitely like fine tooth comb like all my ums and all my whatever. And then I'll, I, so like you said, doing the show is basically like li- listening to it once, but it doesn't really resonate with, it doesn't like get sink into my brain because when Dr. J and Lauren are like repeating the stuff that we said or like going back to stuff, I'm like, I don't remember yeah. that. Oh yeah. But when I edit, I remember it. It's like, it is like the extra layer of like, oh, okay. Yeah. I remember that because I had to go like fine tooth comb it. So I do remember it more when I edit. And so, and it's been a while. So even this last time when someone texted me, they're like, what did, what got bleeped out about you talking about your losing your virginity? I'm like, I don't know. I don't remember what I said that would be bleepable. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Did you bleep? What could it be? Did you bleep out? Did you bleep out my age? No, you you said because okay. I'm like that's not something. Okay, I started listening to the episode and then I and then I stopped and I need to go back because I do like when you edit. Sometimes I will go back and listen because <laughs> I do like hearing it back to remember things, but I also like to hear what song you put in there, or like what other stuff you added. Like when I edit, I don't listen back. I can tell you off the air what I left or what I edited out that you said. Okay, because <laughs> I was like I sharing my age that's a, like a normal age it's not like whatever but anyway okay so we gotta wrap this up soon do you want to talk about do you have anything from thursday or do you want to just talk about a quick jmo run i don't think i have anything else from thursday okay i think everybody should let us know what names you suggest for tony's dog and let's see jmo's marks were cl- okay so i there's one that resonated with me, and that is... Oh, this is the one. Okay, so he did say he clips toenails into the toilet. That makes me want to... Like, Allison's story makes me want to barf. I don't want to think about anybody's errant toenails flying around. It's, like, horrible. Like, when you get one stuck in your t- sock, and you're like, God damn it! Stuck in your sock? Like, if you're walking around, and there's one on the ground that someone didn't clean up. Oh. I haven't clipped my own toenails in many, 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 many years. I pay people to do that, because, like, no. So, <laughs> um, lift feet up off the ground to work abs. I don't know if that's a JMO. Wear the same socks for four days in a row. This, this is was absurd. fucking horrible. This is absurd. I wear two pairs of socks a day. <laughs> Which one could say is wasteful, but if you're doing a load of laundry, trust me, socks are fit into any load of laundry. There's no extra loads being done, so there's no waste. But I, and, and, and about eight months out of the year, I don't wear socks at all. So I'm actually probably conserving a lot more than, than the, the, the average folk. But in the wintertime, I wear a regular pair of socks during the day, and at night, I wear slipper socks. So I wear two pairs of socks a day. So 
four days in a row. What the fuck is he talking about? That I don't, I don't understand. Like there must be a misunderstanding. He must, he must be calculating it differently because if he has a woman he's been dating for five years and she puts up with this, what's going on with her? I, it must be like, like, you know, you, you go outside, you throw on a jacket, you come back in, you take it off. Like if I did that four days in a row, I wouldn't say I wore that jacket four days. So I'm like, is he literally putting on a pair of socks and they do not leave his feet for 96 hours? That I don't. Oh, I didn't even take it that way. I, I took it as he took them off and puts them back on each day, which I don't know which is crazier, to be honest. They're both disgusting. So this kind of goes back to where Daniel said that, you know, if he puts on underwear for an hour, takes a shower, he'll put them back on. I feel like he probably got some some blowback from that. But this sock thing, I I need to know more. I don't want to know more. Yeah. But I need to know more from peace, my peace of mind. I, I I want to know more, and at the same time, I want to know n- no more. <laughs> Maybe we'll ask him. He brushes his teeth in the shower. I've almost I thought I sent that JMO in. Actually, I looked. I do love to brush my teeth in the shower. But I don't leave my toothbrush in the shower because that's just crazy. Who knows what people are doing in there? Dude, especially with uh, your experiences in the past. <laughs> Who knows what's going true. on in there? True, 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 true. Because anything goes in, in the in the shower. So uh, he puts everything and anything into the dishwasher. Allison was taking that as if he was putting other things in there. And I recently had an email sent to me that's like, what else can you put in your dishwasher? And I'm like, I do put weird things in there. I have put like my trash can lid in there. I've put the email was like, put your flip flops in there. I'm like, Meh, I put those in the actual washer. <laughs> oh my, okay. There's a, there's a watch <laughs> podcast I listened to. And the dude said he'll throw his NATO strap. It's like a nylon watch strap in the dishwasher. Okay. And I was like, that's fucking gross. Uh, and then I would put it in your laundry. And yes. I wash my watch strap every time I do laundry, even if I, it's like not dirty or whatever. still. And then I, I used to live with someone who was like, yeah, but it sanitizes. The temperature is so high. It sanitizes yeah. Yeah. everything. I don't that's give a why fuck. My I'm dishes not throwing in. are cleaner than yours hand washed. <sighs> Because they're sanitized. They are. They are. But so I wouldn't clean it with dishes, though, even though it should be just fine. But I do put like I sent in a GMO that I put my toothbrush in the in the dishwasher once a week. What? And yeah. And this is back in the Gary days. And <laughs> and Allison was like, I love that. I think that's a great idea. And they're like, well, what a, what about the soap and the brush? And it's like, uh, you eat off of the food that you put in there, dumb fuck. So <laughs> it's the same goddamn thing. <laughs> Oh um, my god, this is it sanitizes your toothbrush because it's disgusting. I would okay, if you said that you put it in just for the sanitize cycle, then I'm okay with that. But to put it in for the whole wash cycle, that's a that's ridiculous. Who does <laughs> that? What is wrong Why? with you, woman? And I, I have put brushes in <sighs> like my hair brushes in the laundry. I put Georgie's, like, collar and stuff in the laundry, but in his own, like, with his bed and stuff. Like, not with my stuff. <laughs> I don't want any kind of fucking dog hair stuck in my shit, but I don't think nothing wrong with me. I'm sanitizing shit over here. Wow. Just, wow. Uh, <laughs> okay, so those are just the jamos from Monday. The ones from Thursday, eat toast upside down, or you're, I know you're big into crackers spreading, but... 
Uh, need a word for when your parents call midday? Driving left foot keeps a beat. This might be something for you because you're a driver. Ooh, I don't that know. actually was probably the one I would have talked about. Okay, because this is Phil Scroggs. Yeah, I shout out to Phil Scroggs. I do often like play the drums along but tony's like well i wouldn't use that foot because i'm right-handed so it's my <laughs> right actual foot drummer. on the bass drum <laughs> right yeah i know that sometimes i switch like sometimes the snare is my hand sometimes my snare is my foot mm. it's not like i'm sitting on a drum kit and i'm mimicking that i'm just drumming along to shit sometimes my teeth are involved i'm clicking my jaw and tapping Whoa. the teeth it depends on the song and what uh, body parts I have available to me as to what is Ew, what. Zip. <laughs> well, like you said earlier, you do you'll shake it as long as you can or need to. I never do any of this. I don't know if this is a guy thing or is this a driver thing, or is I it think it's a really musician thing? thing. Yeah. I don't have that. I don't have a musician bone in my body, but I do like listening to music. But I get like the white girl like head nod. <laughs> you um <laughs> pretty good. You okay. need to practice more of that banjo. You know, it's all in the wrist. Mm, I'm pretty good with my wrist. Okay, so the other ones, people who were part of the insurrection look alike. Uh, no shit. Todd Elway. By the way, shout out to you, Kimmy thing. <laughs> and Todd L. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Count steps in five. And he stutter steps to make it like an even or a, a count to make it correct. I like how Alice is like, did we do this one already? He's like, no, because there's a lot of number things and counting things. And people, that's a thing people are into and do. We're all freaks. Yeah, I, I don't count them in fives or whatever he was saying. But I do a lot of counting things and with things with steps. Um, I think it was, was it Ken or Tony who said that like when they go downstairs, they do it to the Phil Collins uh, in the air tonight drum intro thing because so whoever it was i love it of keeping count with if i was doing cpr and i have to do the staying alive that i know that i could keep count with no um this thing on. <laughs> how often do you give people cpr i keep on trying <laughs> i get buzzed and i just keep on trying no i'm just kidding i don't make out anymore is that a thing is it because you become too old to like make out anymore i think if you're not making out that's a it's a bad sign Oh, I think you might be right. I think my life. Oh, I did want to talk about this and I didn't because she talked about this on Monday and Thursday. And I, I don't know why this just sparked it. But she was talking about being, you know, quarantined with the same people and being like frustrated and feeling like cabin fever and like just maybe she wouldn't miss them if they were gone. And I have to say, like, it was an easy adjustment for me because being a stay at home mom, I've been quarantined for 15 years so I don't know much different. So, yeah, it could be hard, but I think the words that she used sounded more like depression to me <laughs> or some other thing. Wait, sorry. Can you repeat that? I was literally thinking about something else and I didn't hear a word you said okay. <laughs> about except for something about depression. You know what? Let's just end the show on you not listening to me. And I heard some noise outside, so I gotta go to my party anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so I guess I'll edit this hour and 15 minute episode. All right. If you'd like to be on the show, email bffancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast. Follow me at bff Lisa Lowry. And uh, also on Instagram, if you want to follow me, I post literally nothing. Lil Roth, what about you? Don't bother.
Okay. Yeah, I I dropped off the uh, music challenge, and I need to get back into it because my birthday kind of uh, kind of steered me the wrong direction. I need to get back into it because I was having a lot of fun with it. Um, that is filibustering and rambling. And what do I say now? Oh yeah, BFFs. Oh, you know what? Actually, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like I'm like let's end the show and then I fucking do this every time. All right, BFFs, you truly are the fucking best. Thank you and good night.
Oh, wow. That's funny, funny stuff. 